What's good and welcome back to the MJ 2.0 podcast episode two. Here we talk about fitness, motivation, entrepreneurship. We give our weekly updates and recaps, let you in on future projects and ambitions we have. We'll be sharing personal stories. We'll have some guests on this podcast. Very excited for that. And you can join us on our mission to grow, enjoy life, and become better people. And if you don't already, go ahead and follow us on Instagram and YouTube at MJ2.0. And also check out LimitBreakBrand.com for workout apparel programs and personal training. Speaking about our social media, we've uploaded a couple videos this week on YouTube and Instagram. On Instagram specifically, we had this plyometric workout that you should definitely try out, especially if you're looking to increase your vertical. Yes. We also have uh, the Miami vlog is up and active on the YouTube account. So make sure you go check that out. Very exciting. We had a good time down there. Mm -hmm. And don't forget, we have new podcasts every Sunday and you can hit us up on Instagram for any workout programs or personal training or other stuff like that. Yes. Don't forget, you also got to check out our website for apparel at LimitBreakBrand.com. Now let's get into this, our weekly goals. Go ahead. All right. So some weekly goals this week. Um, one thing that I, I really put an emphasis on was, was getting the vlog done and kind of like working to edit a lot of videos. That being said, my 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 balance which mike's gonna get in a, a little bit into in a second was very off and in doing that i wasn't as well invested into my personal workout schedule and like going to sleep and waking up on time so i did not hit my goals on that end of the spectrum but editing and getting videos done i definitely did yeah and i'm, I'm sort of in the same boat there um this past week was not great physically i didn't i didn't uh i took a break from working out this week um, had to take my little recovery section, which we'll really get into with the balance. But you know, Jordan and I are getting are getting used to our new schedule. We're getting used to uh, building things up. We have I'm moving back into campus this week. Oh yeah. Um, or by the time this would have been released, I would have already moved back into campus. So excited for that! It's going to be a great semester, a great way to end the past four years. Eight years <laughs> coming to a close, man. It's bittersweet, very bittersweet. We'll make we'll make the best out of it. Jordan will be up often. We'll have yeah. I'm, I'm going to come out at least twice a week, come up there, make some videos, just soak in, soak in that, the last little experience of college before we move on and do bigger things, you know? Right. So especially these past two weeks is sort of preparing for that transition to back on campus because I haven't been in like a year almost now. Uh, so that being said, I did have to take a break this past week with workouts, um, which leads into our topic of the week, which is balance. Now, we often talk about, um, you know, really pushing yourself and being really disciplined and achieving your goals and ambitions and working out whenever you get the chance and just exercise and move your body. Um, but at the same time, we wanted to take this, ed take this episode to talk a lot about, you know, mental health, um, balance, listening to your body and, you know, being able to rest when you need to, because especially for me, that's something that I'm trying to work on more this year. Our goal is consistency, but at the same time, you can't be consistent for a sustainable amount of time if you're not taking those needed breaks and you're not recovering and letting your body rest. Yeah, especially like we're talking on a grand, like general um, kind of tip with this, but something I want to just note like, in terms of fitness is like, just because you've set up a, a, a very schedule, like a strict schedule for your workout schedule, it's important to, as Mike was saying, like be in tune with yourself and know when, when too much is a little too much. That's not to make the excuse to say not do what you want to do or push through at, like and like adversity and things like that. But it's like, if you actually feel like you really can't and you're burnt out, 
you're not necessarily going to get as much or anything out of doing the workout then as you would from taking a break and then getting back into it when you feel a little bit better. So that's just something to be mindful. Yeah. It's looking at your overarching goals. So if you're, for example, if I'm going to take a break for this week, like this past week, if I'm taking a break, it's not because I don't want to work out. You don't take a break. You don't do one thing because you don't want to do another thing and specifically in working out you do it to attain the same goal. If my same goal is to get to a certain fitness level or to be able to sustain a healthy lifestyle or to push my body to get as strong as I possibly can, whatever your goal is physically, rest is going to be involved in that goal because there's a point at which you can overdo it and then it'll bring you away from your goal. So you have to think about it as still being goal oriented. You're still aiming in one direction. It's just the way you get there is going to be the balance between two different things. Yep. Balancing, balancing consistency. Definitely. I remember in the last episode, we talked a lot about consistency, balance and consistency kind of go hand in hand. Cause in order to be as consistent as possible, you need to have the balance in there. And like consistency doesn't mean like, like we keep reiterating, like working nonstop constantly for a specific goal. It's like, what's the quickest and most healthy way to get to your goal. Right. And consistency is consistency is really all about sustainability because consistency it doesn't matter how much you do something in one week if you're going to stop after that week right you know when we say sustainability it's talking about how long can you keep up the same thing over and over again for theoretically a very long time whether that be for the next year for the rest of your life whatever it is anywhere in between sustainability and consistency go hand in hand and the only way that that becomes possible is through this balance um and especially with us people that focus so much on working hard and pushing yourself and not giving yourself excuses, we still stand by that completely. But at the same time, don't, don't work out so much. Don't push yourself so hard to the point where you neglect or sacrifice your mental health or your recovery process, or when you need to be holistically healed, or you need to you know, work on other areas of yourself, whether that's your mind or your emotional state, you got to be able to give that attention to. These, these are like skills too. Like, I feel like a lot of people forget, like nowadays, at least me personally, and like my experience of, of things that I see or have known, this is kind of like a, a very rare skill to like be able to maintain for long periods of time and pick it up. Like, I feel like our generation, everyone's looking for like a quick out or like a quick come up or like, some type of way to cheat the system is like usually most things that are worth having it takes a lot of work to be able to sustain it and it's like a constant it's not just like all right i committed to this it's going to be easy from now on like achieving your goals or like consistently working to be a better person or staying consistent whatever you want to do requires like constant maintenance of like checking in with yourself making new goals switching it up trying something different but like the trajectory even if you're going all over the place like i said in the last episode as long as you're going all over the place necessarily in, a, in an upward direction, you're always winning. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, being able to be flexible, Jordan said maintenance. That's a big thing when it comes to moving forward and sustaining a certain goal or sustaining a certain habit or lifestyle. It's being able to adjust when things come your way. I mean, we saw this past year, so many things got thrown at us that we were not ready for. Um, that's, it's, it's not necessarily about what happens to you, it's how quickly you can respond. And Jordan also mentioned that in the last podcast. That's something that is really going to work for your bet. That's the only way you're going to be able to do anything consistently or sustainably is being able to adapt 
and get over certain challenges that you necessarily weren't expecting, or you could be expecting them and just still weren't prepared for them. So mm-hmm. flexibility is going to be a huge thing, especially for us moving forward. Jordan and I have been uh, very good about that for the most part. And now it's just putting flexibility together with the sustainability. Right. No, I, I agree 100%. Yeah. And as far as, you know, recognizing your goals, we always talk about, you know, not giving yourself excuses. Um, we're very hard on ourselves. Uh, I'm very schedule oriented as well. I know a lot of you out there, you can't really work throughout a day unless you have a schedule. And then if you're, if, if something is off or, you know, you have a lazy day, you feel like you didn't have the day, the day was unproductive. Um, I'm really like my mom in that way. My dad is the opposite. Sometimes it's just, he'll really? just, yeah, he'll have the day and it's just, this is a day to relax. This is a day to, you know, just enjoy. Or if I'm not doing anything fine, I'll just embrace it. I'm the opposite. I have to be doing something or else I feel like the day was wasted. Even when I need to have that break, yeah. um, which, you know, it kind of sets me, sets me too far ahead and not necessarily in the moment, which as we're saying is not sustainable. So that's something I'm really trying to work on too. And something that we can put out to you guys is that's this whole balance thing is not a joke. It's not, um, I've never seen someone who's really good at it in person. Like I know a lot of very successful people are good at balancing. That's how they got right. there. And that's how they sustain their wealth and their success. But personally, like I have not met someone personally who is really good at balance. As far as I know, they could be good or not. I'm not taking shots at anyone that yeah, I, I think it's a sub. We're not subbing anyone. It's just yeah, no, I'm not saying, yeah. I'm like I'm in the same boat, especially as college kids. Like we don't it's not very easy to have the opportunity to balance things because you're pushed so hard academically and then you're short for time. Right. But it is still possible. And I've been balanced in very short increments. And so has Jordan. And so we've seen that it is possible. But the question is, how long can you sustain that for? Right. No, I, I really don't have anything else to add, bro. I think you hit, you hit the nail on the head in the, in the end with that one. I got I got one more uh, one more idea to bring up. I'm actually going to make a YouTube video getting more in-depth about this. Um, but I was talking with my uncle, and we were talking about self-growth and self-improvement. And this sort of major, major point right there. Yeah, this sort of follows along sustainability and thinking ahead, as well as also being in the moment, which is the balance, being in the moment, being ahead. Anyways, um, it is great. What he was, his point was basically that it's great to work on yourself. It's great to really push yourself and focus on yourself. Like we always talk about focus on yourself, focus on your goals, your ambitions, all that stuff. Everyone tells you that, especially whether you're going through a breakup or you're having oh, yeah. a tough time in general, like you, things are not going well, or you're broke, or you know, you're failing class, whatever, like that's one of the biggest things that people tell you for advice when something goes wrong, is just focus on yourself, and focus on improving, which is great as a foundation for improving, but not something that is necessarily healthily sustainable. And what I mean by that is, this is a little controversial, so you guys can feel free to like, you know, DM us or comment um, if you have a different opinion on this. But self-growth, when taken too far, because anything can be taken too far, that's the whole point of why we're talking about balance. Not even self-growth, sorry. Self-focus, like focusing on yourself, taken too far. What it does, it's like when you're building a house and you're focused so much on the foundation and the walls and the furniture that you don't build windows, that you don't build doors. Yeah, and then it's frozen to selfishness and you, you, the balance like goes back to balance. It's not. Right. And it doesn't even necessarily art like it can move over to selfishness 
or self-centeredness or just a lack of empathy. I've, I've noticed this in my own life too. This is why it really struck me on the head is when I've, when I've been in phases where I've just strictly focused on myself, where it's almost like a retreat kind of thing. I don't, it's very difficult for me to remember why I started, which is to be able to, you know, influence other people, help other people, have other people trust me, um, grow with other people, learn from other people. You can't, you can't really have those types of relationships when all you're doing is focusing on yourself. So emphasis on the balance that you can still really focus on yourself and focus on your self growth, but at the same time, you can't forget the other people in your life who either support you or um, who you want to support or who you want to help or affect, even if you do or do not know them. So yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing that's sort of been on my mind, especially with balance. So yes. Oh, go ahead, bro. Sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. Now, I was just saying, like, one of the major things that, that I took away from what you just said is how you're saying, like, self-improvement is kind of, like, looked at as, like, a retreat thing. Like, if something doesn't go right, like, go back and work on yourself. It almost makes you feel like something was wrong with you, and that's why whatever you were trying to do didn't work out. And that's not necessarily true. Like, you should constantly be trying to work for yourself. It makes me think of, like, the, um, like, in a, in a, when you get on an airplane, it talks about put your mask on first before you can help someone else. It's not necessarily that you're not trying to help someone else. It's just that in order to be better for others, you need to like take care of yourself first. And like think you could think of it probably the easiest, most relatable way to think about is like in a relationship. Like when you're in a relationship, any type of relationship, it could be romantic, family, whatever. You're like should be part of a group or like helping other people do things, whatever. It's not only you living for yourself, but as you're going along and doing things, like you're constantly should be making sure that you're good because regardless of, of everyone lives their own life, regardless of what anyone else has going on, you live with your own consequences of what you've done in your life individually. So like, even if you don't have a relationship with someone else anymore, or like you lose a friend or something like that, you're going to be left with yourself in the end of it. So like that, I think that that is what I at least understood from what you were saying is like, it's not always a self improvement. It's not always a selfish or like retreat type reaction it should just be something that is positive and constant in your life that's what i took and and to bring this everything up between what jordan and i are saying and to reel it all back in is it really does all come to balance you know having the balance between working on yourself and still you know helping out others or supporting others or working with and for others that's that's the balance and which is why the excuse that people often use to rest too much or to have zero discipline or to not work hard it doesn't fly really as much with us um jordan and i you know jordan and i if we go too far to one end it's that we're working too hard and then we might crash and then end up being lazy for a week because of how hard we push ourselves that's the lack of balance right. don't ever tell yourself like we're not saying <laughs> to tell yourself oh yeah you know um i should just not do anything just because you know i need to rest or like you rest because you want to get to your goal still. You don't right. because it's the opposite of what you've been doing. We're, trust us, when we rest, it's not because we want to. It's because we physically or mentally can't continue. It's exactly. like, that's it. Yeah, you want the two to work complementary. You don't want to think of one. You don't want them to be two different sides that you bounce back and forth between. You want to have them working on top of each other, have those building blocks keep going up. All right, bro, you want to you wanna move into our referrals for the week? Speaking of which talking about a lot of you know setbacks and moving back my referral for the week is caged arrow uh this is this is one of our buddies from holy cross started his brand uh and 
caged arrow, their slogan is set back, set up success, which is the whole point of the, the arrow. And especially for this week, um, you know, that's sort of how to take something that's put you in a bad position, whether it be with mentally, physically, or emotionally, and use that as a building block to push you forward and use that as a way for you to recognize what you can improve on in your life, improve on with your character, and allow that moment of failure or, um, you know, obstacles or challenges to push you forward. So that's, that's something that uh, we push in general, but especially with this episode, as far as balance, you need one for the other. And it's very difficult to be successful without failing first. So All right. shout out to Cage Darrow. Collabs in the future. Collabs on the way, trust. All right, Jordan, give us your story. All right, mine's my thing for the week is not really a referral. It's more of a story. And it kind of goes, if you want to connect it to something, it's it's very funny. Uh, like, there's always going to be some element of comedy into this. But um, it, I guess you could say it lies in the, in the category of, like, gratitude or just, like, appreciation for the small things. But uh, my, my basically story for the week is about my car. And for anyone that knows me, my car's name is Big Bertha. I love her dearly. I love her dearly. And I, she's kind of taken on like a personality of her own. She like, I refer to her as a person and like all my closest friends know her as a person. I speak as her as if she's a real person. And so Big Bertha, I scheduled for her to get uh, uh, like some maintenance done on the inside. Like the lights were broken and like the car speaker hasn't worked. I, I've literally been driving, I'm not joking. I've literally been driving around in silence for a year and a half. My car has not had any type of sound or anything like literally just me doing 65 70 on the highway and no music i'd be talking to myself in the car right so i went and i went and i went and went and brought, brought big bertha to get her nails done so now she has a new radio and everything and like literally just the the, the feeling of excitement when i heard like the bass booming from the car for the first time bro i literally almost cried like it was just the most amazing experience because i love music and i love my car like almost like she's my wife and so just to hear the bass booming out of her speakers like that, and like I was just took off and bro, oh, that's even that's something else done, bro. That's a whole surgery right there, bro. Yes, Ford fixed. Yeah, she went to she went to get a facelift or something, whatever you want. To <laughs> <laughs> but I can imagine, I can imagine you before that, like driving, <sighs> bro. Yeah, I'd be on the highway, highway talking to myself, like like, <sighs> people. I have to Facetime people. I should sing right now. <sighs> Yeah, it was me just singing my favorite songs, like you know, a little bit of, you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I was I was very excited and appreciative for for that. That was like the highlight of my week last week. Yeah. So when you pull up to campus, I better hear it. Oh yeah, you'll hear, bro. You'll hear me from a mile away. I'll pull up to your dorm. You'll know right away. Oh yes. Well, moving on after that amazing story. Let's head into our question of the week. We got three questions. We put them on our Instagram poll on MJ2.0, and we had a bunch of people answer them. Pretty controversial questions. Um, the first one, not they, they, they required a response. You know, they got, they got some good answers. The first one was, what was uh, a childhood movie that you watched that traumatized you? Um, I sort of, I tried to stick with the fact that it was a kid's movie, but some people didn't really talk about kid's movies. But yeah, what, what kid's movie or a moment from your childhood surrounding cinematography messed you up and just really has stuck with you ever since? That's an easy one for me. What is my, it? Mom used to, my mom loves horror movies and scary movies. And there was this Leprechaun movie that came out one time. 
And I was in there like watching it like, nah, it was crazy. And like, he, I used to think in my head, like when I used to get in the shower, I thought he was like climbing through the pipes and was just gonna like pop into the shower and like just start killing me. And, like, and so like when the, sh the shampoo and stuff would be in my eyes, I would like wipe it off as quick as I could and like turn around to make sure he wasn't there. Yeah, so definitely that. I have so many moments because um, my dad loves all those kinds of movies. Uh, so if I would just walk in, he wouldn't necessarily change them. He'd just be like, either close your eyes or leave. And I'd just be like, yeah, my mom did not. <laughs> it would just continue to play. Yeah, you know, one of them, one of them that freaked me out was um, this was before I was desensitized, so now nothing affects me. Yeah, but, <laughs> we lost your soul. I, guess this is probably, wow, I didn't. I told Jordan this before. I didn't watch SpongeBob growing up. I watched Bruce Lee. That was my kid's movie. <laughs> Hurts my heart, bro. SpongeBob is a generational experience. I mean, I've been cultured since then. I've watched it in my adult life, but um, it's the same, but not the same at the same it's time. Not the same. It's not same. Okay. Up on it, but. Billy Billy Madison, I think it was. I think it was Billy Madison. It was an Adam Sandler movie where they had a clown. And okay. the clown was on stilts and he fell and hit the back of his head. <laughs> and then everyone was laughing at him because they thought it was a joke, but blood was just coming out of his mouth. You were like, no! I was like, he's dead. He's, he's dying. Dead. The dude's dead. It was like a bubble blew out of his mouth and it was blood. Like, <laughs> I was like, <gasps> oh my god it's the first on-screen death i think i saw that i remembered nah. that was like it was like an accident it wasn't someone didn't kill someone else i was used to people killing other people but not accidentally dying i didn't know that was a thing so i'm like right he said, oh my god die <laughs> oh there was this movie called killer clowns from outer space oh. i had it on vhs or my brother had it on vhs or something and i popped it in one day because i had a clown on it i was like oh, i was probably funny i watched <laughs> it i was like oh <laughs> Yeah, no, the clown movies, clown movies get you. Clowns just enjoy. Bro, there's this, there's a creepy scene where this girl's like in the shower, or whatever, and like the clowns are like just surrounding her house, cause like the clown, the whole moral of the the movie is like, clowns come in, invade the whole town, and start killing people, but they're like aliens or whatever, but whatever. And there she's in the shower, and she goes to like reach and get her towel, and there's like the clown is like in the bathroom with her. And she gets out, screams, and, like, beats that one. And then she goes to, like, climb out the window. She looks down, and they're, like, all... They have, like, a trampoline thing for her to, like, land. Oh, it's so creepy. It's wow. creepy, bro. It's creepy. That's if you watched the movie or heard of it, you know what I'm talking about. If you watched that as I've a little kid... It. I've just never seen it. We got to watch it. We got to watch it. <laughs> it's so corny now as an adult, but watching it as a kid has scarred me, I swear to God. Well, all of them are. You ever seen Coraline? Yes. That was trauma. That was. Yeah. <laughs> I used to get scared when the commercials would come up. So traumatized by Coraline, bro. That was that was my especially the end. It's just dark. Spoiler alert. There's a <laughs> at the end where she's like chasing her out of the like little closet or compartment. I never go in those compartment areas anymore because of that movie. I felt the same way about Night uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, bro. The the boogeyman. Oh my god. <laughs> That was creepy. He used to come out ridiculous. Just, like all big and like. <laughs> <laughs> all right, some answers that we got from you guys is the uh, Jurassic Park. What? Yeah, that, uh, I mean, I don't think that's a kids movie, but Jurassic Park. We thought it was a horror movie. I mean, Ooh, yeah, the raptors part, like that makes sense because they're like hiding and then they jump out of nowhere. And, and the T like, Rex scene, like when the glass is on the table and it's like boom, mm -hmm. boom, and like the water. That's that was scary. <laughs> Someone said all of E.T. E.T. <laughs> e. was sad. I almost cried when I was a little kid watching that. Yeah, no, that was... That was I, I was, was like, no, oh, don't leave. <laughs> I wasn't traumatized, <laughs> but I was definitely, like, sad. Anything from Monster House. 
I remember that. Bro, Monster, yo, whoever put that comment, you're goaded. You're goaded. Monster House is an elite movie. Yeah, dude, dude from Holy Cross, actually. Um, yeah, you're goaded, whoever you are. <laughs> the, uh, the, the part from that movie that freaked me out the most, two parts. It was like a continuation. It was when they were talking about the flashback of the house, and it was when his wife, Lucian <laughs> and his wife, and then the kids were like throwing rocks at the wife because she was like, get away from my house. <laughs> and then she fell and died. Yes, and her skeleton, bro, when the kid yeah, falls on her kid, nose. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> exactly. That's the part that freaked me out. First, when she fell in, I was like, oh. And then when they like saw the skeleton, I was like, oh. Yeah, those are the two parts. Chowder is the best part of that movie, though. I'm going to just say that. And the, the guy with the kite, he was like, ugh. <laughs> I want to watch that again. There's definitely flipper snapper flipper dipper and just chucked his beer bottle in this. <laughs> There's definitely stuff we missed in that movie that we gotta watch back. Oh my god. Okay, typical one, The Lion King. Yeah. Stampede. Also, not scary. Just another sad movie death. Watched The Lion King a million times when I was a little kid. Definitely traumatizing. By the way, the live action one, not anywhere near as good as the original. No, nah, I, yeah, I watched both too. I agree. Nah. I was like, wow. But moving on, <laughs> the- Bro, we gotta we gotta do a whole podcast about just like childhood movies and stuff, yeah. or like Nickelodeon we versus Cartoon like Network. A couple, yeah, we'll have a couple of guests for that one. So yeah, what's up if you want to be a part of that podcast? <laughs> the one scene from Coraline where the mother turns into some strange spider. Oh, Actually, there you go, Coraline. Coraline. The part from Coraline that freaked me out the most. Now that I think about it, is when they had buttons for eyes, and it's because she sewed the buttons. Yeah, that's just a creepy concept for a little kid. Like they can't that handle this. Um, the sky is falling and chicken little. Not scary, bro. Come on. <laughs> if you need mm-hmm. me and Mike went to went to the movies to see the nun. Oh my gosh. Remember that? That was crazy. I think that has to be the scariest movie I've ever seen. Nah, the conjuring still has it for me, bro. That just was creepy. That final scene where she's like in the, the She's con- under the kitchen! And then she was like. And scurried in there with the knife. Oh my god! I was like, bro. The the we watched. Do you remember when we watched The Conjuring together? Yeah, yeah. Okay, story time. This is my story. <laughs> so, right. uh, Jordan and I. It was after a long night. We hopped from party to party. Uh, we drove to get McDonald's, and they were all closed. So we ordered Papaginos, and there was like ten of us in the common room for one of the dorms, and <laughs> we were. Uh, well, we decided to watch The Conjuring. It was at like. Uh, what was it like 2 a.m or something yeah, like that like that I was late i don't know exactly what time all i know is for those of you that know there's a time in the conjuring that when the witch hung herself and that's the time it was like 4 12 or some some random time like yeah. 3 13 something random where everything bad happened because of that time period like that exact moment and we watched the whole conjuring <laughs> and <sighs> The time was really close to that time. So let's say the time was like th- 3.21. Let's say unplanned, that- by the way. Unplanned. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. We just put it on. Let's say 3.21. Also, I had never watched The Conjuring before this moment. So th- at 3.20, it was at like 3.18. We were like, what if the credits end exactly at 3.21? And this creepy music being played as the credits are rolling, and we're all just talking, and we're like, oh. Everyone's deaf. And we're like, not deaf. Everyone's quiet. And we're like, if something happens, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> this happens we're out and um the lights if you don't move for a while the lights are automatic so they go off mm-hmm. and we were all just sitting in silence so the lights went off as the screen went black and then 
we all had our phones out to see when the time would change. And then it said the conjuring boom, right at three twenty one. And I was yeah. like, ah! the title of the movie at the end of the credits popped up. And it like, exactly. be like the exact same. It's not even like it was like three twenty one. And then it's like the exact moment it turned three twenty one is when the conjuring showed up and the lights went off. And we were like, ah! so we're like, yeah, we woke up, we woke up the whole dorm. We had people telling us the next day that they heard us. We were like, no, you don't understand. That was the creepiest moment of my life. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right, next question was, uh, what's the weirdest thing that a guest at your house has done? Oh, that is a good, weirdest thing a guest at my house has done. Let me think about that. Gabriel, my brother Gabriel called out my cousin. He said, taking my little sister's candy. <laughs> okay. This one time, this dude takes our, <laughs> this cousin, you know who you are, takes out our, um, takes our food all the time when he comes over which is good i mean it's fine we have food for a guest but he would never ask you just kind of go through it and one time <laughs> after halloween he took my little sister who's like four at the time he took her candy <laughs> and i was like bro mom was like who took eliana's candy and we were like oh bro what? <laughs> that's him uh for me uh, i'll probably have to say it was my nephew bro like my nephew's a little emo like he's just like a little you know like you know how kids some of my kids just have like that like um like like emo type energy or whatever so this was recently he's like he just turned eight and so he was like we found out that he was double jointed but he didn't know this and we didn't know this either he was just like twisting his arm around like in, there's like these like rungs on my stairs like these things so he was like twisting his arm around just to see like you know how people do that like crazy yeah. thing and he did it and it went around twice and we're like adrian what the heck he was like oh yeah but he didn't know he was double jointed like that so he like was he trying to break his arm like what was that <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, I, don't I don't know it was yeah that was very strange so i'm, I'm gonna have to say that was the weirdest problem yeah that's that's more like the context behind that is creepy. yeah i thought thought about it i was like wait what? You didn't know that. So, like, what, what, what was the angle with this? Someone said, uh, <laughs> someone said, um, leaving both doors at my house open when they leave and enter my house. Uh, someone said, made themselves at home by going through the cabinets and helping themselves into the fridge. Someone said, projectile vomit. Eh, I don't think anyone's ever thrown up in my house before. I feel like that's that uh, didn't live here. Like, that sucks, but I don't think it's weird because it was not necessarily planned. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the other stuff that they did, like, depending on how you live, like, how you grew up is, might be considered rude, but it's not necessarily weird. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Someone said, borrowed my underwear. I mean. The question for that is, did you give this person permission? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the weird part. Yeah, that's not what would make it weird or not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's, it is, it's, it's weird that someone's sharing your underwear, but that's not necessarily, like, a weird thing that your guest has done, unless... They did it without you knowing or letting them. That yeah. Was, also, like, how close they are. Like, if yeah. you're close, then it's probably not that big a deal. But if they're just, like, and my, random. And my favorite one, leaving her weave around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, That's funny. I've definitely, definitely had that happen before. Definitely. That's that. not, I don't necessarily say that's weird. And the one to end on. Pineapple on pizza. Does it work? Yes, I say yes. He, okay, I've never had it anywhere outside of like Domino's and probably a few like just random pizza spots. So I can't really say that my opinion probably is the end all for like pineapple on pizza, but I personally like it. That's my take. 
I only have, um, I used to hate it. I used to hate fruit on food, like actual food. I have fruit by itself, but with desserts, I would hate fruit on actual food. I didn't like raisins. Um, so I, I always hated it. Uh, but then I went to Hawaii and I tried Hawaiian pizza at Hawaii. For those of you that don't know, it's ham and pineapple on pizza. <laughs> It was amazing. It was so amazing. And like the the ovens have like lava rocks to heat it up and the pineapple was so fresh. So that's the only experience I have with uh, pineapple pizza. Yeah, but that that sounds extravagant. So is it is it the actual that you like pineapple on pizza or was it all that other stuff involved? That's why you like it. Well, no. That's why I liked everything in Hawaii. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? You got to try you got to try just some hole in the wall pineapple on pizza and see if you like it. I might as well. <laughs> Especially because all of our friends like it. Going through the, the tons of comments. This it's one, good, bro. I'm telling you, I like it. This one was the most answered. I have some, I have uh, so many. Yes, I love it. Love it. Goated. Gross. Yes. F no. Disgusting. <laughs> Yo, people are passionate about their food, bro. We got some eat, eat followers. Yeah. The, um, Maybe we'll talk about this. We'll talk about food one time. Hit us up if you want to be part of that podcast. <laughs> but if you're, if you're a foodie, hit the DMs to be a guest on that show. <laughs> the four controversial foods is like licorice, candy corn, pineapple oh. on pizza, and the those uh, cookies with frosting on them from the Yes, yo, you hit that on the head. Yes, that is very accurate. We're going to do a podcast about that. Yes, controversial, like lighthearted controversial topics. Definitely yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, now that'll be something we gotta argue. But yeah, most people said yes. These are very strong opinions. <laughs> Everyone that said no was very uh there's no in between. You can't be like, eh, it's all right. It's either you like it or you hate it. There's no in between. Yeah, no, exactly. And then someone's like best pizza, 100 out of 10. Heck yeah, fire, add grilled chicken and ham. Facts. See yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's how it is. <laughs> people, have, people have spoken. The one person that said gross. I don't know people. Gross, someone said F no, and someone said disgusting. That's it. You three are in the minority. I always thought I always thought the, help. I always thought the majority was that people hated pineapple on pizza. I didn't know that it was like most of you like pineapple on pizza, which is encouraging to me. I, I appreciate that. Even though I didn't invent it. I appreciate it. <laughs> Those three of you. Oh. The person that talked about Monster House also said it was disgusting. Nah, the person, the Monster House person is goaded. Well, he also said that, um, he also said F no to pineapple on pizza. So he's dancing on a thin line right there. Yeah, you're, I don't know. I don't know how to feel now. I'm having mixed emotions. Yeah, we got to have you on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need to like actually talk to this person and meet them because they have a goaded movie sense, but their food, I don't know if I can trust them. You know? <laughs> yeah, couple, I know. Oh yeah, we can get into like controversial music, like <laughs> different styles. Especially country music. <laughs> country, is, country is highly controversial, bro. Yeah. Highly. We'll get more into that one in another podcast. But Jordan and I have the same opinion when it comes to country music. Yeah. Tune in to find out more. With that, <laughs> with that being said, let's wrap this up. Thank you all for watching or listening, whichever you are on Spotify or YouTube, to this week's episode. Also, don't forget to follow us over at MJ2.0 on Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube uh, at MJ2.0. That's O as the letter and not number zero. A lot of people listen to that. That all being said, we will see you in next week's episode, which will be in person. Let's go. We'll Let's be go. We'll have our first guest on. Our first guest? Who will it be? We don't know. 
<laughs> All right, y'all. Peace out. Peace.